Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Pressure. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come today so full of awe for the wonderful God you are. You are so gracious and loving, Father. You sent your Son to die for us. We thank you for it, Father. Thank you for your precious word. We come today hungry for what you have for us, and we choose to apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, pressure. Have you ever found that when you make a commitment to God, and especially when you tell people to help you be accountable to follow through on your commitment to God, that the devil tries to get you to give up real fast. He doesn't want you to succeed. And if he can derail you early, that is the easiest time for him to get you to give up. Once you've followed through on your promise to God for a while, you become more and more entrenched in your commitment to follow through and continue to do it. Well, as I told you yesterday, I made a commitment to witness to at least one person per day about Jesus, and today was day two. Well, guess what? It was a very, very busy work day, and I worked late into the afternoon, and then I had about enough time to get home and get ready to go to church. Then came the pressure. Who can I witness to? How can I do it with the time available? And frankly, it seemed impossible. But then I thought, I can't give up on day two, but the pressure was strong. Our flesh loves to give up easily, but our spirit man wants to serve Jesus and keep our commitments. So remember, part of Mark 16 says that the Lord works with us. And then a thought came to me, well, I have a fairly decent amount of drive time to get home from work. Why don't I witness today to someone on the phone? And that is what I did. Another thing that I think can hinder us at times in following through for God is we want this perfect plan, this perfect opportunity. Everything rolled out on the red carpet, so it is easy. And I had only thought about witnessing in person, and that would be my preference. But my phone witnessing conversation went very well. So in other words, it wasn't perfect. I would prefer the in-person situation, but the Word of God works, and sharing Jesus with love works. And the Holy Spirit will open up their hearts, whether we are there in person or not. I'm embarrassed to say that I had a thought of yielding to the pressure of the day and thinking I can't do it. Then the excuses come. I have a job and it's not my fault, and God will understand, and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? God wouldn't have fallen off the throne if I would have missed day two. But if we stay hungry for God, more often than not, we'll succeed in our work for Jesus. And again, if I would have failed, I could have done what 1 John 1, 9 says. I could have confessed my sin, and God would have been faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me. But you know, our actions become habits, and we all want to develop good Christian habits, right? So again, talking about pressure. We have to know 
That pressure is not from God. He is an encourager. The Holy Spirit will help us and encourage us. You can do it. Here are some ideas. It is the devil that tries to put pressure on us. He tries to steal, kill, and destroy our confidence, our commitments to God. But God will make a way when there seems to be no way. He'll turn our mourning into dancing. He is the way maker. I want to encourage you today to say no to the pressure that the devil puts on you and that you put on yourself. And remember that the Word of God tells us that God gives us the peace that passes all understanding. God doesn't want us to be frazzled no matter what, even in trying to keep our commitments to Him. What if Moses had just given up and said, God, these people that I'm trying to help are hopeless. Go ahead and just destroy them and start over. No, Moses loved God, and he loved God's people. And that brings me to part of today's witnessing conversation. The topic came up about people in church not walking in love sometimes. And that is true, as we are all still sinners. But we should all strive to show love, especially when we are at church. If we have a guest that is a new Christian, we need to remember when we first gave our life to Jesus that we probably still had a lot of baggage. And many of the new converts will today. But we need to be patient. We need to walk in love. Even if they come to church and maybe they are not dressed like most Christians yet, we need to love on people and cut them some slack and let them grow in the things of God. We are all still growing in the things of God. You know, that reminds me of a trait that all Christians should have, and that is being a good finder. We need to find the good things in people. Our flesh loves to find the bad things or the things that need correction, but our spirit man wants to be a good finder. Maybe about the only good thing with someone that just came to Jesus is that they just came to Jesus. But praise God, we can rejoice with them in that and encourage them and love on them and pray for them, not beat them up for being not perfect. As I reflect on the conversation I had today, this passage of Scripture jumps out at me. Let's read Matthew 22 verses 34 through 39 from the Amplified Bible. 34, now when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced or muzzled the Sadducees, they gathered together. 35, one of them, a lawyer, an expert in Mosaic law, asked Jesus a question to test him. 36, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? 37, and Jesus replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. Folks, if we are going to obey this scripture and love the Lord our God with all our hearts, souls, and minds, one of the things we are going to do in obeying him is following the Great Commission, and that is sharing the gospel with this lost and dying world. 38, this is the first and greatest commandment. 39, the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good 
for others. My friends, a big part of loving people is sharing the gospel with them. But also a big part is loving on them as they are. Even if they are a new Christian with a lot of rough edges, we are called to love on them, not tell them everything wrong with them. We can pray for them, and God will show them things they need to change. The Word of God will show them things they need to change. The preached Word of God from the altar will show them things they need to change. But let's show love to all people, even the ones that are not perfect like us. Whoops, did I say that? <laughs> let's all examine our love walk. Are we walking in love? Where do we need to make some corrections? And let's make them, and let's not let pressure change our plans for God. Let's push through the pressure and serve God the very best we can. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you're a loving God, that your mercies are new every day. We miss you, Father. Thank you for your tender love, Father. We choose to become more hungry every day for you, Father, to serve you better, to walk in love, to encourage others, not to beat on them, but to encourage them, Father. Thank you for helping us. Show us where we need to change, Father. And thank you for putting people in our path every day we can be a blessing to spiritually, physically, or financially. And we choose to let your love shine through in our lives, in our thoughts, our words, and our actions, Father. Thank you for helping us. We love you and praise you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.